This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. And the Academy gearing up for another slap at the Oscars. Jen, what the hell is going on? Already, They are making sure that they are prepared for anything at this year's Oscar ceremony. They even went as far as assembling a crisis team. So a crisis a team. A crisis team. There's not yeah. even a crisis yet. We already I mean, have a crisis. Team. Well, they got to have them standing by. Oh. And I don't know what I don't know what the crisis team consists of. I don't know if that means more security. I don't know if that means, you know, therapists on hand to counsel anyone that is having an emotional reaction to what just happened or I have no idea. It's so if someone like else a, gets slapped, they mobilize. Right. But it's got to <laughs> have like a pre- somebody that's ready to issue a press release too. You know, like if something happens, because it took a long time. Yes. Well, it w- and it was it was we there were so many weird things that happened now that I'm thinking about it. You know, first they let Will go up on the stage when he was obviously angry, and then they let him go back and just sit there. You know, like nothing happened. He just assaulted another human being in front of millions of people. We don't they know let him what sit to down. do. Yeah, they had no clue what to do. So I think it's probably a good idea that they had a meeting about it. And they sat around and were like, okay, so next time something like this, if it ever happens again, yeah. this is what we're going to do. So an Academy executive told Time, because the last year we've opened our minds to the many different things that can happen at the Oscars. But these crisis plans, the crisis communication teams and structures we have in place allow us to say this is the group that we have to gather very quickly. Mm. And depending on the specifics of the crisis, and let's <laughs> hope something doesn't happen and we never have to use these, but we already have frameworks in place. I mean, I know that they hired Jimmy Kimmel to host this year because they felt that with his background and experience in live television, that if something crazy like that were to happen again, he would be well equipped to manage it from the broadcasting perspective. Yeah, he can roll with just about anything. Yeah. I looked it up. It's March 12th. Okay. That's when the Oscars are. Okay. Well, there's a new version of Mean Girls in the works. Based on the Broadway musical version, uh, Tina Fey is back as the teacher, Ms. Norbury, and she's also writer and producer. The girls will obviously be played by younger actresses. Mm-hmm. The musical version of it is really good. I've seen it. I mean, it came to town a couple of years ago here. It's very funny. It has a lot of the like same jokes from the movie, but also additional jokes. And a huge tap number, Jen. You'll love it. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> and and that musical is based on the original movie. Mm-hmm. And so this new movie is going to be based on the musical. Yeah. That's based on the movie. Yeah. It's just based on the movie, It's just right. el- evolution. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Tina Fey is the one constant in all of this as writer and producer. And as I mentioned, the girls will be played by younger actresses. But the original stars... I mean, remember this cast, Lindsay Lohan, mm-hmm. Rachel McAdams, Amanda Seyfried, and Lacey Chabert were reportedly going to have roles of some kind, Yeah, even if they were just cameo roles. Oh, yeah, like maybe they could be the moms of the new Mean Girls or something. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything. Or teachers, yeah. Right. Until, that is, the studio insulted them. Supposedly, Paramount Pictures offered them so little money they turned it down, uh, which is sad because all four girls were willing to come back. But uh, the quote 
from the source says Paramount has not been respectful of what they are worth. As of now, the negotiations are stalled. Wow. Mm. So that obviously came from an agent. Hmm. Or talent agency. I wonder what they were asking for and what they got offered. Give us the numbers. I don't think it's over yet. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break. We got more to come. Plus, Pink going on the record saying Madonna does not like her. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Well, it's been 20 years and Madonna kissing Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera <laughs> is still one of the most iconic moments in the history of the MTV Video Music Awards. Isn't that funny? Yeah. But uh, it sounds like Madonna wanted it to be even more of a spectacle at the time. I'm surprised it wasn't then. More because kissing? Madonna, especially then, tended to get whatever she wanted. Yeah, recently Jennifer Lopez revealed that she was asked to be a part of it. Oh, she was. Yeah, and now Pink says she and Gwen Stefani were invited too. Wow. Oh, so she just wanted to kiss everybody. Pink, Jennifer <laughs> Lopez, Gwen One Stefani. One big love fest. Big old makeout sesh. Yeah, Pink said, I, I think we were all invited. I think Madonna wanted to kiss all of us. It was a bunch of us. It was going to be a party. It, it would have been a really weird party. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, on, but on the Howard Stern show, she was saying, I guess Madonna does not like her at all. Hmm. And uh, she kind of explained it a little bit yesterday. Madonna doesn't like me. She tried to play me on Regis and Kelly, and I didn't, I'm not, you know. It's just such a silly story because I actually love Madonna. I love her no matter what. Such an inspiration to me. But it sort of got twisted around that I was, like, fangirling and was dying to meet Madonna when, I, in actuality, she invited me into her dressing room. And so I just said a joke when Regis brought me out. He's like, how does it feel to me? Like, I mean, I heard you're just falling over yourself backstage. How does it feel? I'm like, I thought she wanted to meet me. (laughs) Well, yeah. That's awesome. That's pretty funny. (laughs) That is funny. Don't you know who I am? Yes. Madonna wants to meet me. Yeah. That's great. Regis stirring the pot. Fritch. Try to get along with Fritch. It's my buddy. That's Fritch. God. Yeah. Well, Paris Hilton and her husband Carter welcomed a baby boy last month. She used a surrogate yesterday. She revealed his name. Phoenix Baron Hilton Room. Ream. Ram. I don't know how to pronounce her husband's oh. name. But Paris read an excerpt from her upcoming memoir on Instagram where she talks about how she came up with the name years ago while she was looking at a map. She was searching a map for names of cities, countries, and states. She apparently has a <laughs> thing for the paper thing with like dots on it. <laughs> I guess since her own name is Paris, and if she added, if she would have had a girl, she would have named her London. Oh, so, she would have. That's cute. Yeah. yeah. But she said the phoenix is quote the bird that flames out and then rises from the ashes to fly again. She says, "I want my son to grow up knowing that disaster and triumph go go around and come around throughout our lives, and that this should give us great hope for the future." Nick hmm. and Vanessa have a, a kid named Phoenix, a son. Well, and don't forget about Ben Affleck's tattoo that covers his entire oh, bag. Yeah. It is a phoenix rising out of the ashes. That's very funny. <laughs> There's a lot of people that use the phoenix symbolism for all kinds of different things. So I'll tell you a, a bird story. Yesterday, I was driving down um, the main road that goes through Ross 128, I believe it is, or 27 or something. I don't know. But I looked over and there was this really large bird in a field and I popped its head up. I was like, oh, it's a freaking eagle. Yeah. There how about a, that? I know. I was so surprised that with my one good eye, I spotted this <laughs> eagle because even Scott was like, no, it's not. I'm like, yes, it is. Look in the field. And it was like eating something. But I know that like along that um, East River Road area uh-huh. where I live, there have been known to be multiple different nests. nests. And yeah. And I actually saw one. Are you OK with those birds? If Since it's the national bird. If it's away from me, yes. Like, you know, is it still endangered? No. It's you can see it because of the bright white head. That's yeah. the only reason I knew what it was. Them things, they're big. They are huge. Yeah. Kylie Jenner has named her favorite sister. It is not Kendall. It's Kim. Yeah. 
Yeah. Kylie says her favorite changes over time, but Kim is currently the one she's most connected to. You're my favorite. She is always the first sister I call when I need something. We have been going through a lot of similar experiences lately, she said. Don't tell Chloe. Yeah. She says Kendall is the one she has the least in common with, but she says, you know what they say, opposites attract, and that's how it works with us. Yeah, but I remember her talking about how they were both pregnant at the same time, and they both were raising their kids at the same time. She also uh, gave us a rundown of what she's learned from each sister. She says, Chloe, <laughs> Chloe taught me tenderness and the ability to forgive. Kendall, the importance of friendship and unconditional love. Courtney, the value of health and the need not to not be superficial. Kim, strength and the ability to always tell yourself that you can do it come what may. I hate superficial. <laughs> <laughs> what, why is she telling us all this? I have no idea. Because Kim's my favorite. <laughs> Okay, you're my favorite today. (laughs) Maybe you can be my favorite tomorrow. Uh, Let's talk television here for just a moment. Um, You remember like on Game of Thrones when they had like a Starbucks cup show up in the frame? Yes. This was back in 2019. You could clearly see someone's takeout coffee cup. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, HBO has done it again. That's funny. (laughs) On the most recent episode of The Last of Us, there's a scene where two characters are crossing a bridge. And during a wide overhead shot, you can clearly see a film crew off to the side. That's so funny. So someone posted video on TikTok and someone else commented, how do these multi-million dollar productions miss this stuff? Yeah. Like, I'm more precious with my five-minute YouTube drone video than they seem to be with these multi-million dollar productions. Yeah. Isn't that funny? It is funny. It happens, though, I obviously. love stuff like that. Like, I'm that, I'm that nerd who, if I'm, if I'm watching a movie that I really like and I mm-hmm. want to learn more about it, I go on Internet Movie Database, imdb.com, and one of my favorite features on that are the goofs. Right. Where it shows you, like, the guy was walking down a street holding a coffee cup in his right hand, but then when they cut to this angle, he was holding it in his left hand. Just stupid stuff. That's continuity. That's the job, isn't it? Continuity. continuity. You're exactly right. Yeah. But sometimes you'll see, hey, in that scene where he's in the car and he says something nasty before driving away, if you look at the rear window, you can see the camera guy. Yeah. Stuff like that just... I, I geek out over it. I'm yeah. like, oh, I got to go back and see that. Are you ever able to catch those on your own, or do the, you usually need to have them pointed out to you? Every now and then. I was actually recently, it's funny you said that, because I was watching uh, The Treasure of Sierra Madre. It's an old Humphrey Bogart movie, and I'm watching a scene where they're around a campfire, and you see like a shadow of a person who's not there, and they mentioned later on it was like a, a, a sound guy that just got too close into the shot. And while you couldn't see the sound guy, you could see his shadow yeah. move across Humphrey Bogart. It's just, it's really obvious because you see the arm uh-huh. move right across his face. Oh, wow. Yeah. The, the biggest one that bothers me that I see and I catch myself is when they're driving in a car and the the the, the shifter is in park. Ah. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> come on. That's amazing. Yeah. How do you guys do that? Well, what makes me car- crazy about the car scenes is they're never looking at the road. Like they'll spend, oh, yeah. they'll be driving and looking for thirty seconds at the passenger. Yeah. Well, right. and the same people go around in the background too. Yes. Like if you look, you're like, there's the blue coat, blue coat, <laughs> blue coat. Same thing. It's funny. Yeah. Every now and then, you know, I know we have a lot of movies produced here in Cincinnati, especially these days. And every now and then, if they're shooting a scene in a car, the so-called camera car, they have uh-huh. basically on a flatbed truck. And they've got this thing all rigged and mounted up with lights and cameras. And there's not even a windshield there because they don't want the glare to show up in the shot. Yeah. And then they basically drag this car down the street. But you think they're driving it. Right. In the scene. It's really cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. All right. So we got Lizzo. Elmo surprised her with a cookie flute. Lizzo told Elmo, I've played a lot of instruments, but I've never played a cookie before. May I? So it is just this big, long, flute-looking thing, much larger than your average flute. And it is looks like it's made out of cookie dough. Wow. Oh, I know. That's amazing. It looks really good. It's got, like, where the little buttons would be. It looks like they're either, like, Hershey Kisses or, like, really big, big chocolate, chocolate chips. chips. Probably chocolate chips, yeah. don't you think? I can imagine delicious. something like that yep. would attract Cookie Monster. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. He comes over. <laughs> I saw the video. It's very fun. 
Yeah, if you haven't seen the video yet, um, her Lizzo's magical flute playing gains the attention of Cookie Monster, who comes over and asks to try it. But by try it, he means he eat means it. eat it. <laughs> Here's what happened when Cookie Monster showed. This up. is it, Elmo. Look, Miss Lizzo, Sesame Street famous Cookie Flute. I've played a lot of instruments, but I've never played a cookie before. <laughs> May I? I'll go for it. <laughs> Oh boy, oh boy. Can we try? Of course. I didn't know you played the flute, Cookie Monster. Me don't. The one and only Cookie Flute. Me no. How could me not eat it? What an honor. <laughs> yeah, he's still my favorite. I, I do, I know, I love it. And nobody ever gets mad at him. You know, he walks around eating everything and nobody's like, Cookie, you're grounded. (laughs) Uh, Lizzo also posted a clip where she gifts Elmo something that he struggles to pronounce, and that is balsamic vinegar. Uh, This was a reference to Elmo's appearance on The Tonight Show where he cooks with Jimmy Fallon and Questlove and says balsamic vinegar is a big word for Elmo. (laughs) It sure is. I I love Sesame Street. I'm so bummed we don't watch it in my house anymore. I'm going to do it. I'm going to watch it myself. You even should. if the kid doesn't want to watch yeah, it. Yeah, get, get Bonnie I into that. I love it. I know. Come, <laughs> come on, Mom. Get her off the game show yes. now and into Elmo. Let's watch Sesame Street. I mean, it Street. still gets a lot of huge stars. Oh, yeah. Like everybody that you would know goes on there at least It's once. as good as it ever was. Yep. Yeah. It's cute. All right. Well, that's your latest D-News. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock in the meantime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time straight ahead. We got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a $50 gift card from Burns Garden Center and a pair of tickets to the Cincinnati Home and Garden Show. But first, we check the roads. And Denise Johnson has your latest traffic. Hey, Melissa. Hi, good morning. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Fake or For Real. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Doing great. Thanks doing for awesome. asking. Yeah. It's good. We got your headlines here. There are two of them that are fake. There is one that is real. If you can pick out the real one, we're sending you to Burns Garden Center and to the Cincinnati Home and Garden Show. So that ain't bad. Nope, not so, at all. All right, so which one is it? Is it A, woman told cops she was going to blow up neighbor's lawnmower because it was too loud? Is it B, the guy threatened to blow up the Hollywood sign but called cops in Hollywood, Florida? Or C, man threatens to bomb Portalette's construction company put on his street? Oh, goodness, they're all pretty good. Um, A? Nope, not the lawnmower. Portalette. Nope, not the portalette. Hollywood? It's Hollywood. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, this is the greatest story ever. According to TMZ, the Hollywood Police Department got a call on Sunday from a guy threatening up to blow up the Hollywood sign. Okay. You know, that's what terrorists do. They call the local police department a warn it's to say it's coming order an yeah. evacuation yeah trying to cause chaos said he was going to destroy it with pipe bombs if the cops didn't pay him ten thousand dollars in oh, ransom is that all he wanted was ten thousand we'll give it to him <laughs> well whoever he talked to wasn't the right person because he the idiot called the police in the city of hollywood florida oh not God. california easy mistake to make yeah hollywood florida if you don't know it's just south of fort lauderdale uh and it sounds like the cops in florida notified the los angeles police department immediately uh they looked into it but found it was not a credible threat last we heard no one has been arrested yet but the lapd is still investigating wow oops you're going to threaten to blow up the Hollywood sign. You might want to make sure you call the right police. Call the right area code. Yeah. Yeah. It is 
13 after 7 with Jeff and Jen coming up. A classic second date update you might have missed the first time around, but it will be new to you. Logan. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Is looking for a second date update today with a woman named Maya. Hey, Logan, how are you? Hey, guys, I'm good. Thanks for taking my call. Happy to. So take us from the beginning. How did you meet Maya? How did the first date go? And we will go from there. Oh, sure. Um, it was supposed to be just a hookup. Um, I met her on Tinder, just a hookup. That was, you know, how the night started. But we started talking. She ended up being really, really cool, really nice. You know, we had similar interests and all that. And so I started to, you know, like her a little bit more. That was, you know, that was unexpected. Isn't that the best, though, when you're obviously attracted to someone and the attraction is mutual and then you get to know them and yeah. you're like wow like you're actually a really cool person <laughs> i didn't expect yeah. it at all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm half joking but for real that's got to be I mean, <laughs> that probably doesn't happen very often yeah, it was nice no it, it's very rare so it's nice when it does happen you're yeah. right the plan was just to meet up at the bar close to my house you know i i kept it close to my place Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we would just go back there after. And, um, right. But we ended up staying at the bar like a, a pretty good amount of time, you know, and that was okay. That was fine with me. Okay. I knew I probably liked her a little bit more than I should have, you know, in a hookup. I got like a little too invested. I, t- I tend to do that sometimes. You go in with the best of intentions. Yeah, okay, but here's my question. If you go in with the intention of hooking up and then you discover, oh, hey, oh, I really like this person, do you change your game plan and say, hold on, I don't want to ruin anything? Or do you just say, no, screw it, I came in for a hookup, I'm getting the hookup regardless? I came in here with a plan and a goal, and I'm going to achieve that goal. I'm manscaped for this. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, I, I, I try to keep an open mind. But the plan was to just do that, and I didn't want to, like, freak her out. So I just, you know, I kind of kept it quiet until, like, afterwards. And, and you know, we, we went back to my place. We spent some time. I made her a drink, you know, this and that. We, we, we listened to music, and we watched a little bit of TV, and she stayed over. And, you know, we, we, you know, we hooked up, and it was fun. Um, I don't want to go into too many details, but I'll just say everything was really Right, because you like her now. <laughs> I like like her. <laughs> Well, okay. Anyway. Oh, it's good. This is good. It's very cool. I said, hey, you know, you know, we agreed that it would just be a one-time thing, but I'd like to make it like a two-time thing or a three or four. You know, I was joking, and she laughed. Like, it was a good laugh, you know. It wasn't like a chuckle or anything. It was a good laugh, you know. And No, but it was like a fun, playful, like, I'm in agreement kind of laugh as opposed to, oh, my God, no yeah, that's, way. That's, that's, I, you know, I, I took it as a good sign, All right. basically. You know, she kissed me before she left, and I took that as a great sign, Okay, um, obviously. But I've reached out a few times, and I just haven't heard back from her since then. And I don't know what happened. You know, I don't know. Like what is going on in her mind, but to me it seemed like it was good. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe you guys can help me get some answers. Yeah, we can do that, or we can we'll try, try anyway. Uh, and you don't have any theories of your own. Um, I mean, unless she was just like, I mean, because girls have told me, yeah, like you know this and that, and then they've you know just to be nice. But it seemed like she was being more than just nice. Well, you know, some of these women they put on a good show, they use yep. you and take what they want from yes. you and then just God spit you out <laughs> yeah. and leave you for yeah. dead. Jeff is reliving his single days right now. Oh, no. Not anymore, though. <laughs> nope. See, it was all worth it. So hang in there. That's you could right. end up just like Jeff and Tim someday. God bless the broken road. Yes. Great. <laughs> all right, buddy. We're going to figure this out for you. So we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll call Maya and we'll see what she thought of your date that was supposed to just be a hookup, but so far has just been a hookup. Mm -hmm. As Second Date Update continues next with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Well, it was supposed to just be a hookup. That's all it was. Logan was honest about it from the get-go. He met Maya on Tinder. They meet up at a bar. They start talking, and all of a sudden, he's like, wow, she's actually pretty cool. I kind of like her. I don't know that I want this to be just a hookup. Now, he did hook up with her. Right, because that was the plan. Right. We wouldn't want to deviate from the we plan. We want to keep our we? schedule. But they hung out. You know, they got to know each other and discovered they have similar interests and obviously a great rapport with each other. And Logan did make that clear to her as they were saying goodbye, and she responded with a nice kiss. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know Good if that sign. was uh, her way of blowing him off in a nice way without actually answering or if that is, in fact, you know, her intention is that she does want to see him again. She just hasn't had a chance to get back to him after numerous attempts. How many times have you tried to get a hold of her? Two or three. You know, I'm not trying to, like, bombard her, but two or three I feel like is yeah. a good amount within a few weeks. All right. And still nothing? No, no. I haven't heard anything. Okay. All right, let's call Maya. Let's see what's going on. Hello. Hi, Maya. Hi. Hi. Who's this? Hi. It's, it's Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim from Q102. How are you this morning? Oh, Jeff and Jen. Oh, my God. The whole I've gang. Everyone's here. <laughs> Hi. I've listened to you all forever. Oh, thank you. Wait, this isn't what I think it is, is it? Would that matter? <laughs> um, I mean, my sister listens to you guys, and they're totally going to tell my mom. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my God. Are we getting you in trouble? Um, I don't know. Are you? <laughs> no. We don't want to. Be, nobody's in trouble. We just want to check in and see how you're doing. We, we, spoke, with, um, we spoke with Logan. And he was telling us about meeting up with you and how impressed he was by you and how much he enjoyed your company and getting to know you and discovering that uh, you two have similar interests. And How much did he tell you? Well, I mean, nothing bad. Why? You seem a little defensive. He told us that they hooked Um, up. Yeah, we know you spent the night over there. Yeah. Well, that's not bad. I liked him. Just weird for a minute. Like... Really weird. What was weird? I would weird? probably see him again if it weren't for his weird little kink. Which was? We leave the bar and go to his place as planned. He asked me if I want a drink, and I said yes, and he goes in the kitchen. And then he comes back a few minutes later with drinks, but they were in baby bottles. Oh, okay. They were in what? Yeah. Baby bottles. And I just kind of, I looked at him, and he starts baby talking to me baby want a daddy got a for you oh boy gross I, I i just didn't know what to do so yeah i was like baby wanted oh. <laughs> i mean when in rome right like it was weird but hell i'll try anything once and wanted to see where he was gonna go with this so. Why wow, you really are cool. You are a good sport. That is, yeah, that's so, a no. Um, what was in the bottle? Yeah. Ew. They were filled with, like, sangria type oh. stuff. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't, like, isomel or something. I mean, yeah. like, you know, it was drink, I would presume, but I, yeah, I don't really know. And then a couple times I set down the bottle, and he kept picking it up and holding it in my mouth and would baby talk. And I just went with it. <laughs> you just went with it. I just went with it. Were you just afraid to leave or curious? I or? mean, I think at this point I was just like already buzzed. So oh, okay. I was just kind of going with the flow because before the baby bottles came out, everything was completely normal. Yeah. Like it was just like a normal progression of flirtation and hanging out. And then I just felt like it straight up out of nowhere when I asked for a drink at his place. So, a little weird. 
But eventually, eventually, clothes did come off and the baby bottle got sprayed in a couple areas. And then once we were going at it, everything went back to normal. So, like, the baby talk literally stopped and it was, you know, business as usual. And nobody put on a diaper or got out a pacifier. (laughs) Years and years and years ago, I dated this guy who had a diaper thing. Really? Yeah. He put a diaper on you? What do you mean you had a a guy that had a diaper thing? This is like 15 years ago. All right. And went on a date, went on over. (laughs) He came out of the bathroom in an adult diaper and I left. Oh, wow. And I got up and left. And that was, you just got up and left. No questions yeah. asked, nope. no comments. Did you say anything? I gotta go. Did he say anything? There were uh, just... He might have said, what are you doing? Or something like that. I was like, I, just, I gotta go. So you don't even know if he wanted okay. you to put on a diaper or if he, what, you have no idea where he was going that with that. right there. Yeah. Not my wow. thing. Sorry. Ew. <laughs> yeah, no offense. Don't know if he wanted to suckle at your teat. Noted. <laughs> Okay, well, is there anything else we need to know? I mean, I guess I'll just say this. Like, so I I guess it's just some sort of foreplay thing for him, but wow. Well, everybody's got their thing. Talk yeah. about an interesting date. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, so obviously you're, this is not something you're into. Not particularly, no. <laughs> Once was enough for you? I would say so. Like, if it didn't happen, I would definitely be interested, but um, yeah, it was just Way too weird for me. Hmm. Just, I was playing along, definitely. Well, Logan, care to respond? You were kind of into it. You know, just because we're on the radio, you don't have to, like, put a wall up. Like, if you didn't like it, you could have said so, and I would have stopped. You seem to be into it. That's the thing about alcohol is it leads people to believe that they're cool with things that maybe sometimes... They're really not, they, yeah. yeah. They may not be. Well, you wake yeah. up the next day and you call your girlfriend and you go, did I seriously just take a sangria out of a baby bottle last night? <laughs> yes, I did. I yeah. liked him, but this is weird. At the same time, it's not like he walked out wearing a diaper, so that's something. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't in a diaper. I wasn't sucking my thumb, no pacifier or anything. It was just a a little thing. But would that have been the next thing, though? Is that the direction where it would have eventually led, Logan? Yeah, is there more to this, or is it strictly... No, 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 no. Okay. What's that mean? (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) And it's all right. You know, you do your thing. If nobody's getting hurt, you know, if everybody is consenting adults... Some people love that baby talk stuff, though, dude. I mean, maybe not the baby bottle, but the baby talking. And some women like it and some men like it. Mm -hmm. You might be able to find somebody that's totally down. You know, I do it with my pets all the time. So anybody that's going to hang out with me is going to witness it. Look, I just I don't appreciate you going on the radio and like start talking about me when you clearly had a good time. Hey, hey, you're the one talking shit. You called me. I didn't call Jeff and Jen. I just quietly slipped away, business as usual. <laughs> and I never have understood when I hear these things how someone doesn't know why they got ghosted. Like, are you seriously telling me you had no idea that your little <laughs> move might have been the reason? <laughs> no. Like, why would I? You were happily <laughs> all of my. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, whoa! If you didn't want to, you should have just said something. No. <laughs> No second date. <laughs> no. Well, that's one way to wrap it up. Yep. I mean, technically, it wasn't even a date. It was a hookup, but okay. okay. Whatever. Good. It's all you're ever going to get, so. I'm sorry, Logan. Uh, yeah, whatever. I guess it's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maya, we appreciate you coming on the show. I know this was uncomfortable for you to talk about because, you know, your mom all. Right. Well, good luck, everyone. Fine. I will still be listening to y'all. Thank you for having me, I guess. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah, Denise mentioned the sun. We got sun. Yay! And a high of 72, <sighs> which isn't bad either. Nice no. warm weather. We slept with the windows open last night. Did you really? We, we did. did. Wow. We did too. Oh, good. Which I think just made it hotter. It did. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we have the windows open. And then I woke up in the middle of the night like, I'm hot. <laughs> you've gotten, you've adjusted to that 62 degrees. Your wife likes to keep the temperature. I think I have. That's really funny. Yeah. That's so true. Because we would have been, because you know how it is, like how the temperature in your house, if you keep your doors and windows closed, you know, if you, you have a, a heat wave like we're having now, mm-hmm. 
Tell you what, I went down to the basement to clean the cat litter box yesterday. It was ice cold down there. Yeah. But then when you go up the steps, I mean, heat the rises, The warmer it man. gets, absolutely. So what's going to happen, though, if you're used to it being 62 degrees the house when summer gets here and it's 90 out, what are you going to have the AC set on? Oh, she'll probably set it for 66 or something like really? that. Really? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. She does like it cold, man. She sure does. Yeah, when we'll my see. house is 69, I'm like, I need a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, me too. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, yeah I mean, me there too. are days where, like, if she goes to work and she's not around, I uh, walk into the dining room and I turn the thermostat up. Crank it up a little? 71. Ooh, look at you, living large. What does she do? Walk in and go, oh, my God, it's hot in here. What did you do? Of course. <laughs> yeah, I try to remember to, like, put it back before she gets home, but. Sometimes you forget. Every now and then she busts me, and I'm like, oh. When, yeah. she, when she uses the oven, you leave the door open after for a while. <laughs> yeah, stand, totally. Just stand around. <laughs> so we'll see a high of 72 today. Right now it's 54. Yeah, some of the news that didn't make the news this morning, for whatever reason, someone recently asked the internet, what are the hardest pills to swallow in life? Oh, the lessons. The lessons we learn usually the hard way. The yep. multivitamin, it's very big. <laughs> and these are lessons that, you know, it's bad enough we got to learn them the hard way, but it's even worse when someone feels the need to preach it to you. That's the worst. Yeah. Sometimes things just change. It's nobody's fault, but they just change. Change is the only constant. Uh, nobody is obligated to be in your life. And you're not obligated to be in anybody else's. Right. That goes both ways. Mm-hmm. Some relationships or friendships are meant to be temporary. Amen. Appreciate the memories, but let go and move on. Uh, here's another one. Bad people win. Sometimes they do. By all appearances. Yep. Frequently. Doesn't mean that later they won't get theirs <laughs> in, in this lifetime or the next. Here's another one. Some people in leadership positions are just not good leaders. Yeah. That's true, too. Not and, everybody's meant to be a boss. And some who are not in leadership positions are good leaders. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. And you know why? Because sometimes no one wants to be the boss and the people that are left that say yes to it. Are the ones that shouldn't be doing it, but no one else will step up. Yeah, they they have they haven't had the. It's not the, the option, case here. The choice. It's not the case right. here. We're lucky. Other places. Other mm-hmm. other places I've worked. Man, uh, here's another harsh reality. Another another hard pill to swallow in life. People will take advantage of your hard work, and some people get to where they are because of nepotism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. Not everything in life will happen according to your plan. That's the truth. And that's hard, too, because you're like, but that's not what I had in my plan. <laughs> right. Well, but that doesn't mean that, that, that it's not what it, not what's best in the end. Yeah. And that's the thing. When you can't see it at the moment, it's hard to understand, you know, when something just goes bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a hard lesson. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Just because something is not your fault doesn't mean it's not your responsibility. Very Ooh. true. Yeah. That Very sounds true. like we should say that one to our children more often. Right. <laughs> but I didn't make this mess. Yeah, but we're going to clean it up. <laughs> Some people just want to watch the world burn. <sighs> and that is feels true now more than ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people you love will die, so, and sometimes too soon. And the only thing that will make that bearable or bring you even close to healing is time. And finally, it doesn't matter how fit you are. You get old, and your body will break down, and it sucks hard. So that was a list of the well, that quote was unquote, fun. hardest well, pills that- <laughs> to swallow in life. <laughs> I think those are great conversations to have though, with your kids. I mean, because there's 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 truth in it and there's reality in it and and 
it's also all okay. Yeah. yeah. You, you get to a point in life, if you're lucky, where you're at peace with all of it. Yeah, that, you know, that's kind of the goal. And you got to go through it a couple of times to, to see that, oh, all right. And everything's okay. I made it through it. All of those things. Yeah. And everything's all right. And it's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. 742, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Let's turn the page. Yeah. Uh, so there's a thread online where people are sharing the everyday activities they've been doing wrong for years. And let's face it, we've all failed to notice something obvious. I do it on a daily basis. Okay. Like... You can take the silverware basket out of the dishwasher to unload it, you know. Did you know that? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I always do. Yeah. A lot do of people don't too, know yeah. that. Our silverware goes on the top. We have like a third drawer that pulls out that's just a little like maybe. I, like I that. love that. Yeah. And I had one of those before. We were having issues with the way stuff was cleaning in our dishwasher. And I pulled out the manual for the first time ever on my existence on earth on how to operate a dishwasher. And it said silverware should go on the top. I was like, oh, okay. yeah. Never well, knew that. what do you know? The basket is for big spoons and accessories. Uh, have you ever had celery kind of go limp in your fridge where, you know, it kind of loses its crunch and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, it's bad. I got to toss it. Yes. Just put that one in a Bloody Mary. It'll be fine. Water. Water is correct. Soak it in water overnight and it'll regain that crunch. Uh, here's another one. This is a new one I did not know. Did you know this? That sliding your thumb on the space bar of your phone will move the cursor? I learned really? that on TikTok, yeah. Oh. So if you slide your thumb, you can move your oh. cursor around with just your thumb. Because if you ever tried to move the cursor with your finger, oh, I yeah. get so mad because it never where lands it. where I want it to. Yeah. Try the space bar. Yeah, okay. so like you can go down and like type stuff, and then you can move it around and go to the top and go to the bottom. Oh. All huh. by touching the space bar. What do you know? I learned it. Thank you, TikTok. That's fantastic. Okay, to open a beverage can with the tab that's flush with the top. And, you know, you're trying, like, sometimes you're trying to use your nails to dig and you can't. Yeah. Because it's too short or it's not. It's just so pressurized that you just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Push down on the hinge of the tab. It'll raise up on the other end. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that would make sense, wouldn't it? <laughs> I can't tell you the last time I drank something out of a can. I drink my seltzer waters like that, like those ahas or even like the Kroger brand seltzer waters. Mm-hmm. I love, I love, it's a, it's like, a, I don't drink soda, but sometimes I want bubbles or something fizzy. Yeah. And so that's like my go-to. I love all the flavors, like mm-hmm. everything from LaCroix to the... Michael Blay one. There were there were places there were like little bodegas in Paris that were selling just bottled water, but instead of plastic bottles, they were doing it in cans, hmm. not carbonated, oh, yeah. just straight hmm. spring water. Uh, here's another one, Fritchie. Rinsing your hair with hot water can leave your hair frizzy and dry. Ah, but that is apparently not the case if you use cold water. I know, but then I got to be in there while it's cold. People, well, people cold say. Cold showers are better for you. Do you I use know. both shampoo and conditioner? I do. Rinse the shampoo with warm water and the conditioner with the coldest water you can tolerate. Oh, my word. And it'll make a huge difference. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to shower and then I'm going to put some conditioner in. I'm going to get out of the shower and rinse my hair in the cold sink. Yeah. So the So the water isn't touching the body. There you go. I'll do that. That's a great, great idea. Try that. Uh, here's another one. To wrap a towel around your waist after a shower, don't tuck the hem inwards. Instead, fold it outwards and down, and it's much more secure. Really? So Who you knew? go on the inside? That and makes go- sense. Uh, okay. Yeah, because instead, like, you know, you wrap it around, and then you kind of, like, stick the corner of the tab. Yeah. Hmm. Over. You yeah. take the under and wrap it over the top of the over and roll it down. Yep. Really? Yeah. Try it. Huh. To open bananas. It's so simple, right? (laughs) I'm the guy that tears apart the banana trying to open the damn thing. Mm -hmm. I never seem to do it right. I don't hit that sweet spot where it just snaps open. And and you smush smush the top of it. All the time. Yeah. Okay. 
to open bananas, do what monkeys do, open them from the bottom. I've seen it's this. It's so much easier. I've seen this before, too, where they give a monkey a banana in the video, and they immediately roll it over and start at the bottom. Yeah. And it just works. Look at it you knowing like what you're doing. Also, but there's, like, no little handle there to grab right. it by. And there's also, like, residue sometimes on the bottom. Like, that's where, like, the seepage starts. Yeah, the uh, the sticky like the sti- goo. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. Just struggle through or just cut the top. Uh, the inside shower curtain goes inside the the tub to keep the floor outside dry. We all knew that, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. That seems yes. like kind of an obvious one, but there are some teens listening who don't seem to know this. That is very true. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking to you, Kelly. Uh, use a gift card to sign up for free trials online. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, that way, if they start charging you. Wow. Oh, that's funny. It's, yeah. It just cuts it off. It won't work. That yeah. way you don't have to worry about forgetting about it and being charged. Canceling it. Oh, that's yeah. the greatest ever. That's smart. Jen, just you use a gift that card that's only got 10 bucks on it. On there. No kidding, because I, I don't even know what all I have. No clue. I can't keep up. <laughs> and this one, courtesy of a time traveler from the 1800s, there's this nugget. If your candle wax is not burned on the edges... Put a piece of tin foil over the unburned edge, and it will start burning evenly. Have you ever noticed that something with some candles that it, it doesn't burn on the edges, and it becomes harder and harder to light? Yeah. They say put a piece of tin foil over the unburned edge, and it will start burning evenly. Huh? I think Chris does that. Does he? Yeah, he was telling me it's something about how to burn the candle more evenly. Hmm. Hmm. TikTok. Something he saw yeah. on TikTok. I'm Most sure. of these right. I've seen on TikTok where it's like, you know, when they used to do all those life hacks, this little stuff oh. like that. Life hack. Meanwhile, you can't trust everything you hear or see these days. A new poll has found that more than half of all of the selfies that are being posted online right now today include some sort of filter or effect. 52% on average. That's a lot. Yeah, they only poll millennials and Gen Xers. So selfies posted by baby boomers might drag that average down, but they didn't pull Gen Z either. And young people, I would imagine, would more than make up for that. Yeah, seventy-three percent of the people polled say they feel the need to hide their physical imperfections sometimes. And uh, so, what they will often end up fixing are uh, more often than not skin issues like acne. Mm-hmm. Uh, 37% feel they have to hide it or specific body parts we're self-conscious about. You got to be careful with this stuff, though. I would think that stuff would be so obvious. I feel like sometimes, I don't know. I feel like at this job, I try not to do a lot of filters. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, our like finished professional photos right. obviously have airbrushed or something on them for blemishes. But like all the photos that we take of us here in the studio, we said, there's no filter on those. No, is there? and I feel that. like the reason why we stay so true to that is because we're constantly on video. And if you don't have like a filter on your video and on your picture, like you mm-hmm. look so different all the time. Right. Well, I think where it can get kids in trouble too is now that they have the ability to fix all of the things that they think are wrong with them and they see what that picture looks like. Mm-hmm. And then they go and they look in the mirror and the picture in the mirror is so different from the picture that they have filtered that it's it's harder. It, yeah. it, it really yeah. messes. Yeah, they really notice and see. But I've seen pictures of friends, people that I love in my life, that when I look at their picture, I'm like, they don't look like That's that. That's not what yeah. they look like. They don't yeah. look like That's that. That's totally yeah. fake. And I, and I get sometimes upset because I'm like, I wish you just, like, you're so beautiful. Don't do it. Stop doing Stop that. It. Yeah. I'm okay with like a simple one, just like that'll brighten it up a little bit. But when you start tweaking it and squeezing it, you, you can know, totally yeah. tell that. I'm like, yeah, you know, like sometimes when you have just like an, uh, your phone and sometimes you'll open a picture on your phone and you can swipe and it just fixes the color balance. Yeah. Or it'll make your face like a little shade darker or lighter or something. That's the one I don't mind. To me, I don't mind that because okay. I feel like you still look like you. And when I look at me, I still look like that. But sometimes when people totally change the way you, you look or they look, you're like, what? Right. Yeah. So we uh, we snuck up to the rooftop of the hotel we were staying at in Paris one day. 
Um, there was nobody up there because the restaurant up there was closed. So we said, hey, let's order a bottle of champagne in the room and then we'll take it. We'll, we'll take that in the bucket and, you know, some snacks and we'll go up to the rooftop and we'll watch the sun go down behind the Eiffel Tower. It's a mm-hmm. nice day. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Okay. So we go up there and it's just us. We have the entire rooftop to ourselves. It's got these tables, these chairs, and we're looking out in the distance over Paris and you got the beautiful Eiffel Tower in the background and the sun is starting to go down. And then we hear noise of a person coming up. It's just one lady. Mm-hmm. Obviously a hotel guest. Mm-hmm. It's one person. Yeah. Anyway, she comes over to our tips. She's like, I'm so sorry to disturb you guys. I'm not going to stay up here. I'm going to leave. We're like, no, it's fine. Stay. Uh, why'd you do that? She said, I just want to get a few photos up here. Can I trouble you to take my picture with the Eiffel Tower behind me? Uh-huh. And Kristen goes, oh, you need J- Jeff's the guy for this. Because uh, you, I mean, you do this for a living, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, oh, great. And so I'm like, okay, and I'm the, I'm the guy that gives you the countdown. So you know when I'm going to shoot. I'm like, all right, here we go. In three, two, one, shoot. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do another one. Three, two, one, shoot. Let's do a landscape. Three, two, one, shoot. Let's do portrait. Three, two, one, shoot. Let's try this different light. And I'm touching the screen to get different lighting angles. And the whole time she's eating it up, man. She is posing and yeah. she's like working the runway and the yeah. whole thing. <laughs> And Kristen said that was the most fascinating thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, yeah. the, the whole, like, what was that? You were like, well, when you work in radio. And Kristen. she was like, you're so good. What do you do? I'm like, radio. <laughs> it's hard to believe. It's yeah. a skill. A I know. You can't laugh. It, it's the worst when you just pick it, when a stranger takes a picture of you somewhere. Oh, yeah. Because they always, you know, it's like, you know, no. Nope. And do you nope. feel badly sometimes being like, uh-uh. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta put the picture up here. You gotta, right. you gotta lift the camera. Starters, camera up. If don't hold the camera at your a waist. Picture of us. You exactly. You don't start it at my na- your navel. Right. You're gonna get my navel. <laughs> yes. You need to put it where your eyes are. So okay, true. eye to eye. Okay. Yeah. I actually have a little bit of anxiety. I'm getting ready to go on vacation, and everyone that I've talked to in our family has been like, "Take lots of pictures. I gotta see the pictures, <laughs> the pictures, the pictures." And I'm like. I, w- I was going to relax a little while. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But now I feel like I have to document everything. No, just, no. just I mean, if you have a moment where you're like, hey, no. I want to remember this forever, or hey, this is a cool background, we should take a selfie. It's well, I mean, moments, but here's the Jeff. thing. But, but here's the thing is you are able to discern. You can, you can look at the whole scene and go, okay, within this scene, there are two great pictures here. Just take those. Yeah. yeah. You know, there are people that are just snap, 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 snap of everything. Yeah, and then they end and up with not so necessary. much crap. Yeah. You, right. can, you can pick what the, what the good ones are. And sometimes you'll be taking a selfie and you know, there will be other people that say, would you like a picture together? Uh-huh. No, thank nah, you. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to look as good. No offense. But. Appreciate the, <laughs> the thought. you're doing, the answer's no. Right. Yeah. That <laughs> Sorry, is the question. Do you know what you're doing? Yeah. Oh, but that lady, she was so happy and grateful. She's like, thank you so much. I love these. I can't wait to text my boyfriend. That's great. All right. Coming up, your shot at a thousand bucks. The 1K letter of the day is coming up next. But first, let's check the roads. We got Denise standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Hey, Anna. Good morning. Good morning. How's life treating you? Uh, It's going good. I've been on my six-month hiatus here. (laughs) (laughs) Your hiatus from what? Oh, you, From you took a sabbatical. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Once well, you win, back. once you win, you got to take a break. Yeah, so got to wait it out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Put you in like radio contest purgatory or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. I still listen every day. Oh, uh, we appreciate it's that. It's fun still playing along at home, right? Even though you can't win. Yes. And then you're yelling, Butterfly! Yes. Why did you just say Butterfly! Yes. <laughs> Good to practice to keep your, you know, your skills on point. Yeah, got to keep them right. sharp. Yep, yep. All so right. let's see what kind of letter we got for you today, okay. Anna. You know the rules. 30 seconds. Don't repeat your answers. Pass quickly. Get all 10 right. You win. 
All right. Bop, All right. Bop, 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 uh, one of my favorite letters. You got the letter J. Is in Jeff and Jen. There you okay. go. Yeah, you can work with that, right? We can work with that. I think okay. so. I think we've had winners before with J, right? Have we? Sounds I familiar. So, yeah. Uh, if know. not, close. Right, if not, 30 seconds on the clock. You know the drill. I yep. will not start the timer until Jen is finished asking the first question. So here we go with the letter J. Name a fun place to go with children. Pass. Something pink. Jaguar. A celebrity. Justin Timberlake. A birthday present. A jawbreaker. Something with fruit. Uh, jam. A college. J- uh, Judson University. A, sh- a song. Just dance. Something you lick. Uh, jello. Something you bake. Pass. A farm animal. Uh, no, goodness. Jackal. Uh, yes, I was going to hope you said jackal. Jackal. Because <laughs> I had this discussion with Tim that he said it's not a real animal, and I said it was. Well, you said jackalope. Uh, jackalope. <laughs> That's funny. Jackal, I don't know. That, that might be real. Yeah. I don't know. Are jackals, where, where in the country are jackals? A jackalope. It's right next to Jackson Do we have Bell. those here locally? <laughs> Uh, so you got seven and a half. The The farm animal jackal was right at the buzzer. But, I missed um, her answer for the first one because my passed. my timer was sticky. Oh, okay. She, she got a few jumping extra. jacks would have been a good one. Or a jump park, yeah. too. Yeah, jump I was park. thinking like oh, jump park for kids or right. something like that. A jackal is a real animal. What about a jackaloo? Native to Jackalope is not a real. jackalope is not an animal. It, real animal. it looks no. like a coyote. <laughs> yeah, it's in the same department as a coyote. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Except for it's a mix between a uh, rabbit and a jackal. Are they in Africa or where are they? Jackals are medium-sized canids native to Africa and Eurasia. And while the world jackal has historically been used for many of these canines, uh, da, 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 it's, it's modernly a- refers to three blah blah. Okay, this is a lot of information. They're probably not on a farm. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe in Africa. Maybe yeah. on a farm. farms. Yeah. Who it's knows? to a dog some way. Somebody was trying to be a smartass in our group when we were touring the Grand Canyon. They asked the guide, because the guide is listing all of the wildlife we might see. And somebody said, will there be jackalopes? And she's like, that's not a real animal. So no. <laughs> smartass. Right. Nice try. Cute. And a good talking to you. You too. You guys have a good day. Hey, you, Bye, too. you too. Take it easy. Welcome Bye. back. Bye now. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, weather-wise, a mix of sun and clouds today. Gusty afternoon. Uh, yeah, probably not as, as gusty as it was yesterday, but pretty close. 35-mile-an-hour gusts or higher are possible, and very warm again. High of 72 right now. It's 53. This couple is facing the Internet's wrath right now. I, does this seem fun and clever to you or just risky? Ty and Haley Kelly live in Florida, and they run a popular TikTok channel where they post videos about their kids. And they've now been catching heat for a hack they came up with to get their young son, Cannon, on more rides at Disney World. Because he was too short. Oh, I've seen this, I think. Yeah, they essentially added lifts to his shoes to give him that extra inch or two he needs to hit 38 inches so that he can go on more adult rides. Oh, wow. And they... Cut the uh. tops off some flip-flops and stuck the soles to the bottom of his shoes with Gorilla Glue. I saw this. Uh, and people are upset because obviously those are and those rules are in place for safety reasons and it wouldn't be safe for the kid to go on the ride if he didn't meet the height requirement. And then other parents are saying, you're the best parents that's, ever. That's brilliant. I've heard they're like, so I haven't been to Disney World in many years, although I am going very soon. And I heard that they are big sticklers on the height. Like even, like you, like if your kid's too tall. They to got ride. a stick. Yeah. If they're too tall to ride something, Some they of won't the little let kids. them on. Yeah, my sister hated it. She could never go on the rides that I could go on. Uh-huh. What about if you had a three-month-old? What rides would be great for a three-month-old to you know, go on? So I don't funny. know, but I am in a chat forum where someone said that. <laughs> I know. Like, Somebody asked. brought it up. I'm taking my four-month-old to Disney World. What are the best rides? And we're all like, what? The train. The car yeah. seat. <laughs> the monorail that takes you in and out of that the place. Stroller it's a that- small world. They might be able to get the best. Or Pirates of the Caribbean, maybe. I don't know. I think <laughs> the most entertaining part of the story, right? though, is the fact that people immediately said they're the best parents ever, yeah. while others claim it's 
just basically child endangerment. Uh, and there is a reason you can't go on some rides until you're tall enough. The safety restraints aren't meant for someone that small. Or you as could a, fall out. As a person, the comments put it, they made special shoes to help their kid fly off roller coasters. <laughs> uh, and there's been a lot of backlash. Ty had to post a follow-up video defending himself and revealed that Cannon actually is tall enough for the rides even in normal shoes. And he measured him on camera to prove it because, well, he had to. Uh, And it turns out they did the whole thing just to go viral. He didn't actually need the lifts. So other parents might try it now. And that's the problem. Right, don't. It's And this is not a totally new idea. Someone claiming to be a former Disney employee weighed in and said, this does happen sometimes. I believe it. That's why they're trained to look at kids' shoes to make sure that the shoes haven't been yeah. uh, tampered with. Tampered Years. with, yeah. That's just... Uh, I have audio here, or at least I thought I'd... Here it is. I found it. Meet my son, Cannon, our thrill-seeking boy who can't get enough of Disney theme park rides. The only problem, you ask? He's just not tall enough for the big ones. But we didn't want that to stop him from feeling the rush, so we took matters into our own hands and crafted a shoe that just might do the trick. With the help of towering heels, extra flip-flop bottoms, and some Gorilla Glue, we possibly discovered the ultimate theme park hack. Yeah, we love Gorilla Glue, but that is a misuse of Gorilla Glue. Uh-huh. That is correct. Yeah. Don't do it. No. They'll grow tall enough soon enough. Right. Tell you what, nepotism gets a bad rap. <laughs> you think? People think of a rich business person paving the way for their kids to jump the line to a high-level position without paying their dues. Or, you know... Jaden Smith. <laughs> but there's a new survey out on nepotism. And it used a broad definition. Essentially giving an edge to family or friends in the workplace. And as it turns out, everyone is kind of doing it. Isn't that, I mean, isn't that also, not to be like this, but isn't it kind of networking as well? Nepotism. Well, people think that nepotism extends only to family, but it can happen to friends, too. So, I mean, if Tim's got a buddy right. who he happens to have chemistry with or he gets along with and he you know, thinks he's relatively talented, maybe not as talented as the other candidate, but we know this guy. Well, how many times has it happened in radio when a new program director comes in and decides he wants to bring his own people? That absolutely the, happened. He fires the staff mm-hmm. and just, you know, nothing against the staff that's there. He just wants his people. Steve Smith, God rest his soul. He was a program director who was hired to take over Hot 97 in New York. I was the afternoon guy at the time. He called me into his office one July afternoon and said, listen, got a lot of respect for what you've done here the past three years. I think you're very good at what you do. Having said that. I'm going to be making a change in afternoon drive. I'm going to be hiring this uh, guy, and uh, he's. I'm going to be flat-out honest with you. Uh, He's a friend of mine. I just get along with him. I work well with him. Mm -hmm. Um, Aside from the fact that, you know, I just think he's more plugged into the lifestyle of the format that we're going to be shifting to. Mm -hmm. Um, He's just my guy, and I'm not going to lie about that. Yeah. And I would appreciate your understanding because we're going to take care of you. Mm Mm-hmm. We're going to pay off your contract, and this is not a move we're going to make right away, but it's coming, and I just wanted you to know it. So I appreciated the advance warning. I appreciated Mm -hmm. the honesty. I appreciated that they honored the contract, even though I was eventually out of a job. Mm -hmm. How much more did you have to go on the contract? Well, that was July. My contract was up in March, so I had some time, Mm -hmm. and I ended up hanging out in the job until the end of the year. So they said, finish out the end of the year, and then we're going to make the change. Okay. So, I mean, there's a lot of... Worse ways that could have gone. But anyway, sure. my point is, though, I appreciated his honesty about the fact that you just want to hire your guy because he's your guy. And yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Yep. There's I'll no find another it. job with and my guy. There you go. I just need a guy. <laughs> Who's my guy? <laughs> 42% of people say they've connected a friend or family member with a job opportunity. That's not a new thing. It happens all the time. I mean, yeah. don't we try to do that? I mean, I, like- That's what I'm saying. It's like networking and keeping your friends Close. Yeah, 35% have themselves been connected with one in this way. 
And 24% believe they've actually missed out on an opportunity because another candidate used personal contacts to land the gig. Now, it is unpleasant. It's not fun. It's not nice. It's mm-hmm. not great when the, the more qualified person doesn't get the job mm-hmm. because the other candidate just happened to be a pal. Right. But it happens all the time, and more of us are guilty of it than you might realize. And so in that sense, only 16%, when they look at their own decisions and moves that they've made throughout their career, say that they think nepotism is bad. When asked about different fields of work, a little over half of people say nepotism is very common in politics. We all know this. Mm -hmm. 40% said it's common in business and acting, followed by media, music, and finance. Everywhere. Mm Mm-hmm. I definitely would recommend friends and family for certain jobs, but I also, there's some that I won't because I know like, hey, he's my cousin, but he's kind of a POS. So I might tell him I'll put a good word in for him, but I'm not really I going to. I people asking me for <laughs> wedding DJs. They're like, what kind of wedding? Like, I need a wedding DJ. Yeah. And immediately I'm like, what kind of DJ do you You're want? You're going to have yep. to be specific. Do you want someone that's in your face teaching you how to do the whatever slide or you know the newest dance phase on tiktok or do you want someone that's just gonna play a little bit of music and not talk at all right that's a huge difference <laughs> also huge. you want to spend 2500 bucks right. or 250 dollars yes <laughs> very very true very true yeah i uh so i got hired for a job in in tampa many years ago this is the job where i met jen and the program director, he flat out told me, he said, look, there was no question you were talented. We wanted to hire you for that reason. But the reason that we introduced you to everybody and we took you around the hallways and we showed you around before you were hired was because we wanted to see if you gelled with the team. Yeah. They took they took me out to dinner and they were, Jen was not at the dinner, but just most of the other employees were. Mm-hmm. And that was sort of a test in and of itself. Yeah. I wonder why I wasn't there. I don't remember. Maybe they at a club gig. They probably didn't probably trust your did. judgment. No, I don't. <laughs> they probably were afraid I would scare you off. That you was might. a possibility. That probably would have happened. They're like, oh, God, no, we can't. Like, we can, no. Let's, no. let's wait till we have him signed before he meets her. Right. <laughs> uh, when Jen and I were, were being interviewed for this job here at Q102, I remember we arrived. They picked us up at the airport. They drove us straight to the station in the middle of the day. And usually things like hiring or interviews are, are kind, kind of, under of kept the radar. secret, yeah. you know, or they sneak them in a town. They don't parade you around out of the gate. They really don't. But in this case, they brought us, waltzed us right in, walked us into the studio, said, Brian Douglas, meet Jeff and Jen. We're thinking about hiring him. Yeah. Yeah. And then we had to go through the Brian Douglas test. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Nicest guy on the planet. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. I think that was a I think that was a dual purpose. I think we wanted they wanted us to pass the Brian Douglas test and I think they wanted to show us Brian Douglas because he was a huge selling point for the radio station at the time. Big time. Yeah. Oh, he's the ambassador. Yeah. Man. Love Brian. All right, quick check on the roads. Final look at traffic of the morning unless something breaks between now and this afternoon. Denise, what do we have? Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.